Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely, talented, and fresh in from the College World Series in Omaha, Nebraska <laughs> wife, Miss Southern Shell. Shell, are you, are you uh, still jet-lagged, or are you ready to roll this morning? <laughs> I woke up feeling pretty good this morning. How about you? I, you feel, a- I feel great. The Rebels won yesterday. They're in the finals of the College World Series. We went out there, pulled them through, and now I'm ready to jump in the truck and go right back to <laughs> Omaha. So I'm not flying this time. That was a nightmare. I don't know if anybody has flown anywhere in the past couple weeks. Say, yeah, couple weeks. But it is horrible right now, <laughs> and I'm telling you, Delta does not care about customer service anymore. <laughs> Just throwing them under the bus. I've been a loyal dust Delta flying customer for years, and we've had this trip planned, and it's just a night. And I know we're not the only ones that have problems. They yeah. canceled flights left and right. We ended up going from Memphis to Detroit to being on standby to begging them for some seats to flying at the back of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> we made it to Omaha. The greatest thing was you make it to Omaha, it's smooth sailing. Like, that airport was the easiest airport I've ever been to in my life. We were trying to make the game because our plane got delayed. We were off that airplane, grabbed our bags, was in a cab, and to the hotel. And then the game. In 20 minutes. 20 minutes. I mean, that's Made the first pitch. That was Monday night when Ole Miss beat the Razorbacks for the first time. (laughs) And then we went, we proceeded to go, I don't know, how many games did we do? Five or six games? We we did just We crammed them all in. That's pretty much all we did. Eat, sleep, and go watch baseball. <laughs> and it was awesome. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. If you've great. never been to the College World Series, and we didn't I mean, we didn't even know that I didn't know my team was gonna be there. We bought these tickets months ago. Yeah. Just because Mississippi State won last year and y'all and he's like, you know what, we have to have family vacation. Go to Omaha, go to the College World Series. Well, I knew Michael would love it. Yeah. And so we said we, we don't care who's it. playing. Even if it's Tennessee, we'll still watch them. And then, <laughs> and then the cards started to align. You know, it's like Tennessee got knocked out by Notre Dame. Ole Miss barely got in, and then they went on a tear, and they went made it all the way to the finals. Which is crazy. Which is crazy, and that's why I can't believe we had to come back home to do this podcast. You wouldn't let me do it just on the phone. We could we, we could have phoned this in and stayed. We did see if the hotel route. I didn't know if we'd get back. Our stay, yeah. Yeah. There was no rooms, and then flights. If we'd had a vehicle and a tent, I would have still been there. So yeah. I told you, I was like, "Look, y'all." Coming home, we're going to do the podcast. I'm driving back to Omaha. <laughs> so if I find somebody to go with me. I bet you could find somebody. Tickets on me. We'll, we'll find, <laughs> the great thing about it is you can find tickets when you get there. Yeah. So we had only bought, what, three t- three game tickets before we went. We knew we were going to go to like two on Tuesday and one on Wednesday, go out to a nice dinner Wednesday night. All that changed when Ole Miss started winning. Yeah. We was like, we were scrambling and buying tickets like on StubHub, and we found those Monday tickets and squeezed that one in. And then they played again on Wednesday night, so we found tickets for that. And then they had to play Thursday, and unfortunately, we had to travel that day. But we listened to that one on the radio. I mean, that was it was it was a blast driving back from Atlanta. Yeah. Driving, yeah, yeah, because our flight got. Just, I mean, they smooth canceled this last one. It's like we can get you from Omaha to Atlanta, but after that, we don't know when you're going home. It's like <laughs> there's a midnight flight that you might could get on. You're going to be in coach again, and I'm like, I played first class seats for these, you know, eight months ago. Yeah, how are you doing this to me? And it was like, no, no, midnight. And I was like, is there not another option? Well, we can put you on the 3.30 the next day, maybe. And I'm like, so you just say I'm just stuck in Atlanta. And I said, nope, 
where's the rental car? <laughs> he said, give us our bags. We are out of Georgia. I tell you what, the rental car situation was pretty smooth. It was very smooth. Yeah. We booked it right before we jumped on the plane. We got on a plane, then we got on a sky train, and then we got an automobile. <laughs> we did our own version of planes, trains, and automobiles <laughs> to get back home from this thing. Uh, it's making me rethink. Man, I don't know what the crazy times we're living in. The highlight of my trip was I got to go to Bucky's on the way back home. <laughs> <laughs> it's like halfway from Atlanta to Hernando. So uh, while we were there, shout out to Bucky's. <laughs> <laughs> they carry Killer Hogs products. They by do. The way. That's right. You can get that. You can get Dove stools. You can get Slurpees. Pajama pants. <laughs> Pajama pants. Chop brisket sandwich. I got me a chop brisket sandwich. <laughs> Michael bought a Hawaiian shirt. They got it all. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It is. It was a cool Hawaiian shirt. It's got Bucky on it. Um, But pretty much the whole time we were there, we pretty much just ate ballpark food. That's what I went for. I wanted experience. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go back to Omaha and get the steak sometime. Yeah. But when I'm there, I mean, we stayed like, I don't know, it was a, it was a hotel right 50 yards from the stadium. I mean, it was right there. It was so nice. It was fun. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. The food at the ballpark was great. That is the best ballpark food I I've had ever. I think that's what we talk about today, yeah. ballpark food. <laughs> That's all we've eaten. <laughs> That's all we've eaten for three days. What was your favorite ballpark food that you had? Oh, man. That's a tough one. That's a real tough one because it's probably going to be this foot-long, like, bratwurst sausage that had peppers and onions and kraut and bacon and jalapeno and spicy mustard. That And it was, like, grilled right there to stand in the park. It was, like, and no joke, foot spot. long. Like it was hanging off the bun by, like, inch yeah, or no, two on had each a, end. I mean, it had a decent-sized bun, but yeah, yeah, it was, the dog went. That was a treat. I don't know. What was that thing, like, 12 bucks? But, oh, nothing was cheap yeah, there. nothing's cheap. Yeah. I, I could just quit looking at prices. Best thing I had to eat? $8 Miller Lite. <laughs> no, 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 I had plenty of those too. I don't even want to look at my credit card tab. That's not worry about that next month. Yeah. We'll worry about the tab next month and just where did all this come from? Because I'll tell you this: no cash. Like they they do not accept cash anywhere. Like even the snowco man walking around selling snow cones to kids. You got to have a card. They have a machine there where you can put your cash in and it will spit you out a card. It's the, what? I don't even know what you call yes. it. Oh, that's cool. A it's reverse, reverse ATM. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because they know cash. The yeah. whole thing. What stadium. would that be called? MTC? Money to cars? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's reverse ATM. Yeah. I was like, life has changed. It really has. <laughs> yeah. And I guarantee you they made a, I didn't check because I had a card, but. If you all you had was cash, you could get you a card to, to buy stuff with. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they took Charge a, a fee. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure the fee on that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, put yeah. this money on this card. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know if your money's good or not, so we're going <laughs> to charge you a fee to give you this plastic. That's really a good way to recycle stuff. You can just make recycled little blanks and have them printed out, put money on them. I don't know. Uh, it was I way too easy using – I just used my phone. I know. You, you put the credit card on your Apple phone or whatever, and you just go up to the guy, and next thing you know, $20 later, for you got a beer. It's like it's free. <laughs> it's like it's free almost. <laughs> you just keep drinking them all day. <laughs> Until the seventh inning, the seventh inning. Yeah. And then they will shut you off. I, I guess that's so people sober up enough to get home. That's, that's what I always thought. Like, uh, they at concerts, they kind of do the same thing. Yeah. They stop selling at, you know, a certain point. I would just, I would kind of pre-plan that. 
about to stretch. <laughs> go hit up four or five beer stands and load me up a line to get through those next two innings. So that's when it gets. That's when you really get nervous. <laughs> that's when you want to drink. Yeah. yeah. Um, I no, had a lobster fun. roll. Well, lobster roll was good. That was going to be my second. Tr- yeah. That or the sliced prime rib sandwich. I mean, I'm telling you, when we ate the ballpark, we ate at the ballpark. We tried it all. We yeah. split stuff. That's mainly how we did. So yeah. That's the best. We found that's the best way to do it. If you go with somebody you like, just split it. Because, I mean, you don't need a whole hot dog if you're going to try a slice, you know, the super nachos or the yeah. lobster roll and all that. So we would get something and then, you know, split it and then try, try something so the next time. try something else, yeah. yeah. We did have the Tachi Toes, which yeah. is tater tot nachos. Yeah. And like they barbecue were, style, though. Yeah, it had barbecue sauce on it, but not barbecue uh, meat. They did have a barbecue stand. Oklahoma Joe's had a yeah, barbecue stand. they did. They had barbecue nachos. But the Tachitos were really good. The only problem is the tater tots start kind of turning into hash a little yeah, bit when my, you start. That wasn't one of my favorites. I so thought they were good. Uh, you got to like stuff just piled on stuff on piled on stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, and it just it becomes into like a potato mush <laughs> with all this stuff going on. It does become potato hash. But the lobster roll was pretty lobster good. Was good. Was it a cold one or a hot one? It's a no, cold it was one. a lobster salad. On what? the The bread was perfect. It was like this toasted... Not a hot dog bun, but it was like that style. Like a garlic but bread. But it was flat on, on the sides, and they did like a garlic butter, and they grilled it on each side and stuffed it full of lobster salad, which it had a big piece of claw in it. I mean, it was full of lobster. Wow. Now, $30. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. No wonder you split that I one. splurged on that one. Yeah, 30 That was the most expensive thing we bought yeah. at the ballpark. It's not any worse than like Cousins Man Lobster. It's about the same, I would say. Is it a thirty dollar? Really? Is that a thirty dollar lobster roll? I've never had one of those. That was honestly that was my first lobster roll. Wow, I've never had one, but now I want to go like to Maine and get one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was thinking, you know, a little extra mayonnaise, some king crawl, <laughs> yeah. a little hot sauce on this. <laughs> You'd have fixed it right up. <laughs> it was good though. Yeah, it was. And we had plenty of dogs and brats. And what was your favorite? They had a Polish. They had a Polish. They had a regular hot dog. What's the difference? They brought, they're all, I mean, all different sauces, seasoned different. Okay. Hot dogs, just whatever they scrape up off the floor. <laughs> and stuff. It's, I don't even know, just salt. <laughs> floor meat and salt is a hot dog. <laughs> and then a Polish, they season floor meat. <laughs> Put it in a casing. <laughs> and then the brats, just a brat. I don't know. It's, they're all, you know, that's the only difference, but they're similarly shaped, I guess. Yeah. It's the thing they have in common. But so everything we had there was grilled though. Like it wasn't just steamed like hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, the hot dogs had grill marks. Like they had a char grill. Oh, really? Cooking them. And that brat, it wasn't like, you know, it was, it was, had grill marks on it. The, um, and I don't know if they had like grill grates on top of a flat top or not. Yeah, I didn't yeah. look, I didn't pay that close, but close attention. But, but I was impressed because most times you go to an event and you buy a hot dog, it's just an old water. Boiled hot dog, mm-hmm. you know, steamed or whatever. This was they were they were good. Yeah, I think the quality of the food there was really the good. The people in Omaha are awesome. Um, some of the nicest people we've ever visited in town. I'm talking about everywhere you went around. You know, most places you go, I don't know, they're just tired of being there and I want to do the <laughs> yeah, job yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No, this place was awesome. From 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 the airport to the hotel to the taxi drivers, the Uber drivers, everywhere we went, Rocco's people. I mean, we had we, the the people at the fan zone. I mean, it was like they wanted you, and they were 
excited that you were there at the College World Series events coming to their town. because yeah, you're dropping serious oh, cash. Yeah. <laughs> they announced <laughs> the day we left, I think it was 296,000 attendees so far. Wow. And they've still had another, they had it yesterday, which I think the attendance was down on that, that extra game. Yeah, I think so. Only 20-something thousand. But then they've got three more to go, possibly. Hopefully that Rebels do it in two, but. Ole Miss going to win it? Oh, you know it. It's coming <laughs> back. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, if, oh, if Mississippi State can do it, that's all the that's all the proof they needed. Oh, the Bulldogs did it? Oh, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> they just go the next year and win it. <laughs> that's how it works. Michael's been saying since, you know, since. They're probably going to win it two years in a row just because <laughs> Mississippi State won once. They got We got to do a little bit better. Michael's been saying they're going to win it all. And I was like, oh, I don't know, buddy. All right. He was pretty upset that one night. Walking out, yeah. He, he's like, he knew they were coming back. They loaded the bases, bottom of the ninth. Didn't have any outs. I was like, all they need is two runs. And I mean, they tried. To, Arkansas tried to give it to them that night. They were both great games. They, I mean, hats off to Arkansas, man. They played some good baseball. And you had, even listening to that game yesterday, you, uh, you, it was like you know, I wanted my team to win, but it's like, man, both these teams deserve to yeah, win. Yeah, they're, they're, they're really good. Yeah. I don't feel like that about Oklahoma. No, no, no offense <laughs> to any Oklahoma fans. I'm just a little more partial. Maybe, maybe that'll change when y'all join the SEC here in another year or so. That's crazy that they're joining the SEC. Oh, in Texas too. In Texas, yeah. Oh, and uh, Arch. Yeah. Going to Texas, he says. That's what. That's what. Archie Manning going to Texas. Yeah. Is it true? What you've heard? Matthew McConaughey was tweeting about it. Oh. So. <laughs> legit. <laughs> yes, legit. I know what he's talking hey, about. Hey, shout out to him, too. We rented a Buick. That's what our rental car was coming back home. The Buick's all right, all right, all right. It was a pretty nice car. <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I just dropped it off this morning. I was like, man, this Buick's all right. Hey, the Avis process was pretty simple. Yeah. yeah. Booked it on the phone. Right before we got on the plane, got off. Picked we it. stood in line for maybe 10 minutes. But other than that, it was Picked smooth sailing. Turn you loose with it and <laughs> dropped it off back in Memphis. That's how you were able to place that bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to go to Memphis. <laughs> That's right. I got to get me a DraftKings bet in on the Rebels today. <laughs> I thought you voted against your team you wanted no, to. No, no. The rules are off in the championship oh, like that. I got it. <laughs> he did bet on Arkansas. On the way, yeah. really. There's you got to hedge every once in a while. <laughs> hey, it worked out for you. That's awesome. Yeah, you win, you win some, you lose some. But well, the, lo- the loss isn't as bad if you've hedged it. If if you know that, I mean, there's just some games you know. Okay, odds are this team's probably going to win because they, you know, you got different pitching matchups. You got different feels on what on how many hot dogs they need to sell and beers. So they're probably going <laughs> to let somebody. <laughs> So all kinds of things goes into my thinking on that. That's a whole different podcast. A lot of conspiracy. A lot of conspiracy. You assume that there's some man behind the curtain. Oh, yeah, behind it. Oh, yeah. No, I believe in the Illuminati and all that stuff. The cabals. The underworld controlling everything. Even gaming. You don't, you don't think there's... That is a whole different podcast. Had <laughs> a barbecue right after dark. Coming soon. So um, we didn't really cook this week. No, we didn't. We were gone all week. I didn't cook. Um, you did Father's Day. So Father's Day was last I did last some weekend. White Castles in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> how, how were the microwave White Castle? They burgers? weren't bad. <laughs> I'm going to lie. I mean, this was like, you know, midnight after 
ballpark food and beers all day. Yeah, yeah. You had to have something before you go to bed. <laughs> Try to soak up some alcohol. The best recovery from Gold Tops. <laughs> White Castle yeah, burgers yeah. microwaved. So, so they're a little bland. We learned like when we travel to towns. You know, you're staying in a hotel. At least, you know, you want some water or something like that. And Shell's like, but we know we're going to these games. We're Insta- so we Instacart. And that's just where they'll, you know. you know, They brought us a case of water. They bring us waters. They bring us some snacks. And, and Shell got yeah. some White Castle. It's like frozen White Castle. Well, we had a fridge. And a microwave. Yeah, and a microwave. So, so you pop them in, wrap them in a paper towel first. 30 oh. seconds on one side, flip them over, 30 seconds on the other, let them stand one minute, and you've got steam as good as the restaurant. <laughs> wow. You, I just throw the whole thing in there. Oh, bag no, it off. process to it what? now. I love that we just got that process. <laughs> <laughs> like something you grilled. <laughs> That's how I think on everything. You mean you don't, you don't do it like that? If I'm cooking Pop-Tarts, I'm, you know, okay with the toaster. We're going to set it on medium. We're going to take them out, drop them in. We're going to go down, halfway pop up. You might need to rotate back down. Nice and golden, right, perfect so Pop-Tart. What's the process for the White Castle? Wrap them up. Take them out of the, the pack. Back. You got to get them out of the plastic. You don't want to heat that plastic up. It's got phenols and all kinds of carcinogens stuff in if you eat it up it might kill you yeah but i always thought it steamed the bun in the plastic no 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 not these <laughs> <laughs> you wrap okay. them in paper towel bottom bun down first now this is from froze now, it's a whole different process if you've got them <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is from froze 30 seconds 100 microwave power <laughs> flip them over 30 more seconds and let them stand one minute and then if you got pickles, go ahead and put your pickle on it. If you got mustard, whatever we had, ketchup, and I think you grabbed Cholula hot sauce somewhere. It was what was on packet. the <laughs> It was what was on the breakfast bar at the hotel. Oh, is that where it came? Yeah. Oddly, there's no mayonnaise in Omaha. No, or we didn't find any in the ten blocks we were on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but nobody had mayonnaise. nobody had mayonnaise. No mayonnaise packets. Yeah, that was one thing Shell was disappointed with. She couldn't put mayonnaise on any of her sausage. They they, they were good. Yeah. I survived. I mean, I will say when we went to that Redbirds game, there wasn't, I don't think there was mayonnaise on the uh, on the bar, like in front of the hot dogs or whatever. Yeah. And I was a little bummed about that, but no mayonnaise in a 10-block period. That's yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, we didn't go really, really long. <laughs> yeah, we weren't. <laughs> we didn't see anything with mayonnaise on it. Maybe we that's for a reason. Beating down know. doors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what did you cook for Father's Day? Um, What was that? Sunday. Oh, I've done. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember, Shell. Did we cook something? You cooked a roast. Oh, yes, 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 yes. We went to my dad's. Yeah. And I, I cooked for them. And man, it was awesome. It really it was. It really was. It was yeah, good. That's, that seems like, man, it just that was last week. Do you want to talk it about your like, flat yeah. iron steak? So, so I got a nice meat package from Kevin to Butcher Shop. And he usually sends me stuff to try out. Well, like, you know, there's in this cooler, there's a big, nice flat. I mean, it was thick. It was like an A9. I could see the A9 sticker on it. Wagyu beef. And I was like, man, this is, and I was going to cook. My dad loves vegetables and like just pot roast. So that was what I was going to cook him for Father's Day. We were going to have pinto beans and mashed, I don't know, mashed potatoes and corn, pot roast, you know, vegetables, stuff like that, yeah. lima beans. Um, and so I'm going to, I said, well, instead of doing a pot roast, I'm going to do my brisket like I did Easter kind of pot roast or, you know, style with the vegetables around it, the potatoes, the carrots, the onions, less barbecue and more roasty. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes with all the stuff my dad likes. Yeah. 
And so I was going to put it on the night before, do it, you know, low make and slow. Make a good gravy. Yeah, make a gravy to go, the onion gravy to go with it. And I opened it up to get these this brisket flat ready, and there's two pieces of meat there, and they're, like, super thin. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> what is this? It looks like brisket. And was, So it turns out it was flat iron steaks. It was Wagyu flat iron steaks. And I was like, man, these are going to be awesome, but. It changed my whole thing up because I wasn't going to cook flat iron steaks. So I said, well, I'm going to do them um, kind of the same style that I was going to to see how they are. Kind of like you did a brisket style kinda like tip. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I seasoned them up. I seasoned them up, hit them with some, you know, prime beef and a little TX. That was the only two things I put on them. I put them on the Traeger at like 205, super smoke, super low. Because these things were, I mean, I'm talking about, they may have weighed three and a half pounds each. They weren't. They weren't. I mean, it was, it was going to be, I knew it was a six, seven pound flat. They were really big. Yeah, they were long. Like, yeah. long yeah. Oh, yeah, for flat irons. And then they were on the th- thick as a flat iron, you know? I mean, so I was like, well, I'm going to put them on. I was a little hesitant to put them on overnight because I didn't know what they were going to be like. And so I. Uh, Put them on the smoker, what, about midnight that night, maybe? Because I, I waited a long while after I opened them up at 7 o'clock. And I just seasoned them and put them back in the fridge, and I got them out, threw them on the smoker. Went and checked them. I don't know, I got up about 6 o'clock the next morning, Father's Day, and I went outside to check on these things. They've been on about six hours. And they had done shrunk down, and I was like, hmm... I don't know if I can take this to my dad's or not. Like, They're going <laughs> to laugh at me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I ran. So I wrapped them up. I took both of them, wrapped them up with some beef broth, a little bit of Johnny's. You just put them in a pan? Or? No, I wrapped them in foil. I did a little beef broth, a little Johnny's uh, French French dip sauce that comes in the little jug. Poured some of that in there, wrapped them up. Put a, Tried my best to put a probe in the side of one so I could watch it, threw it back on the smoker. So I'm going to finish them. You know, I'm going to take them up to 200 Two yeah. degrees, whatever. Set my little Thermoworks dot for that. And I jumped in the truck at 630 and went to Kroger to get a roast. I'm like, back to cooking roast now. <laughs> and so I just did. So I, I was I was kind of in panic mode because, I mean, I, I was counting on me you to bring were, Father's Day lunch, and I didn't want to screw it up. You were in panic mode. And, and so, you take that very seriously. I do. You're I do. I don't like to mess stuff bad. up. Yeah. yeah. Was, at first, I told them they're going to have brisket, and now I've got this <laughs> I don't know what I did to this flat iron, but it's not yeah. looking good. And so I go and find me the, the best-looking roast that Kroger had, and they only have one. It wasn't like I had a choice. It was 6.30 on Sunday, and I was trying to get a lunch ready by noon. I knew I was going to cook this roast. So I grab the roast, come home, season it, throw it in a skillet, brown it on both sides, get it over in a pan with some au jus and stuff, and you got the oven. You jumped up, turned the oven, heated it up for me. We put it on, I mean, we put it on 425. Three, yeah, it started, and then we backed it down some. And I'm cooking roast. You know, I've got to get my vegetables done. I had to make gravy. But in the meantime, I guess it was about, I don't know, eight thirty, nine o'clock. I go out there and I check those flat irons, and they're done. They're like two. One of them was up two oh eight, and the other one was like two oh four. I'd done overshot them some. I was like, well, I really screwed this up. <laughs> I nuked them. So I brought them inside and just set them in a pan, let them hang out. And then I guess about I don't know eleven o'clock, we're fixing to get ready to start. Packing up to go to my parents for lunch, for Father's Day lunch. And I said, well, I'm going to cut these up, Shell. Let's, let's just see what these flat irons are like. I kept here. telling you, I was like, they're going to be good. They're and so the roast is done. I mean, the ro- I've got the roast panned up. I've got my gravy made. and We'll talk about that gravy. It's awesome. But, uh, so, I, so I get these flat irons out, or what I thought was brisket flat, 
and I go to slice them, and it's just like the knife just butter through them. Like, I mean, just smooth as it could be. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> and so I tried a piece, and it was like, I mean, it was it looked like brisket flat. It just looked half size, like yeah, half size yeah. flat. And it would melt in your, I mean, it was juicy. I liked it better it than flat. It had the best, like, outside bark on it. It would melt. And I said, man, what have I figured out accidentally? <laughs> and so and I was like, these are unbelievable. They really were. They were. I mean, it wasn't the pot roast brisket that I wanted to cook. It was more like a brisket, like just a Texas-style brisket. But it was a Texas flat iron is what it was. Cooked like a brisket. But it had and a maximum surface area, you know, yeah, because it was The crust short. was all yeah. the way around it, both sides, top side, bottom side, around the edges. It did not crumble. And it's it slight. It did, I mean, it, it, and I know you cannot do this with like go to Kroger and get a flat iron. It's because it was from the, it was some of the Wagyu beef that Kevin gets down at the butcher shop. And I have no idea what those things cost because he, he just sent them to me to try and I didn't know what they were. I got one. He also sent me a prime uh, hammer of Thor, like the shank that's got the bone exposed yeah, or whatever. I got that. I got to cook too. And, but these flat irons, no joke. Single best flat iron I've ever cooked. The only way I've ever cooked them hot and fast, grilled, medium, or, you know, rare, medium, rare. And I love yeah, them that yeah. way. That This one right here, a mess up, improvised, whatever you want to call it, was probably the best flat iron I've ever cooked in my life, accidentally. I liked it better it was, than a brisket yeah. flat. It was good. It was amazing. And when I took it over there, I told I told my parents the story and told my brother the story, and they were laughing at me, you know. <laughs> think you know what you're doing. And then I let them try that. They were like, oh, my God. They was like, this is unbelievable. It was good. And it was so good. But the roast was good, too, now. The, yeah. My roast wasn't no joke. So we had two of these flat irons that probably, I don't know, they were it was probably three pounds of meat total after it's cooked of that. And then I had a big three pound roast that it cooked. We had meat galore. I mean, it <laughs> yeah, was like we had a lot. this was this was a a meal that was. I mean, it was epic. My mother made most all the sides. I did the onion gravy. How do you do your onion gravy? I start with two Vidalia onions. I like using the Vidalias because they're sweeter and they and they brown up nice. And I saute them in a little little olive oil, and a little butter. Just start cooking them down, not to where they're like caramelized all the way, but they're really translucent and really soft. I like them to be that way. Then I kind of take them out of the pan. And then I started with. Do you uh, leave like the bit? Oh, yeah. You put all there? that in the yeah. pan. And then I put in some beef broth, a little bit of Worcestershire, um, probably I put a cup of beef broth and a cup of red wine. I deglaze the pan. And I add a little Worcestershire to it. I add a little bit of Johnny's to it, a little bit of that kitchen assistant, the beef. And then I took um, one can of cream of mushroom and garlic soup, and I added this that. This is a Mark Williams trick. Yeah, right I put I put this in like a measuring cup, and then I added a little more beef broth to the can just to kind of get it rinsed out. And I slowly start whisking that in and whisking it up, whisking it up to where it's not lumpy. It kind of turns it into its own little sauce. And then I start slowly adding that in to the deglazed pan that I'm doing. And I bring it up, you know, let it come up to a nice bowl, not super hard bowl, but to where it's you know, reducing, it's simmering. I cut it back a little bit, and I put my onions back in there and let it all come together, and I taste it and see if it needs anything. Most of the time, it's just cracked black pepper is all it needs because it's got plenty of salt from everything. I did season the onions a little bit with some AP and a little bit of prime beef just to keep yeah. those flavors going. It kind of wakes them up. That kitchen but, assistant's got a lot of – But the onion brings some too. sweetness. 
And then you get the Worcestershire, fl- a little bit of the Worcestershire flavors, and you get the the garlic and the uh, you know the onion. All those flavors go together, so it makes a it's just a brown gravy that's fortified with all these flavors. And that one's I probably need to write that recipe down because it's such a good brown gravy recipe. It goes with anything. You do need to write yeah. that recipe down. It would, I mean, it goes with anything. It's it is really really good. I mean, That'd we served a- it like mashed potatoes. Then you get you some roast, and then you put your gravy over the top of it. And then you have your other beef, your flat iron on the side. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got your lima beans and pinto beans and corn and green beans. And what else? Squash. Cook? Squash. squash. Cornbread. Fresh sliced tomatoes and corn on the cob. Sounds like y'all had like Easter. Oh, man, it yeah. was. It, it really was. It was. It was. Malcolm's mom. She goes over. Yeah. yeah. She, when she throws down, yeah. You talk about sides. She's a sides queen. <laughs> there ain't no chick to that. Yeah. It's just straight up queen. I uh, agree. You ain't going to touch my mom on sides. I had five guys. <laughs> Is that what you had for yeah. Father's Day? Yeah, we just kept it oh. simple. But that's crazy. Did y'all go and Nothing sit down? We did, we yeah. did. We got the fancy, and then we went and saw a movie and stuff. It was fun, though. It was yeah. nice not to have yeah. to clean up and all that good stuff. That's yeah. what I didn't want to have to do. So. so we got home and had to start packing and getting all of our stuff ready to get out of town and early the next morning, so we didn't really do anything Sunday night. You got um, a few Father's Day gifts? I did. You got a sandwich maker? <laughs> <laughs> what did you let Michael pick? He picked out a sandwich maker and a... Egg cooker. Egg cooker. Yeah, for making bold eggs. <laughs> it was like the little ones. I don't, uh, do you call them like bold eggs? Like, They're hard steamed eggs in that thing. It's not they? bold. Yeah. Like, they I don't submerge they them in water, do you? I, I don't know. Yeah. We're hard cooked eggs. Uh, Just don't like, have Easter egg hunt. I can put them out seven <laughs> at a time. <laughs> it's like little ones that they use in the dorm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like 15 bucks yeah. each. He had to make that's that's what he made me Sunday night. He's like, I'm, he come in there, and says, Dad, Dad, Dad. What kind of sandwich can I make you? <laughs> I said, I don't know, son. Surprise me. And it was like, it was like, it was pretty good. It's like a pocket grilled cheese. Yeah. He put like ham and cheese and mayo and mustard in it and made a little pocket sandwich. It was, it was pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. It makes been a long time since I had one of those. I think my grandmother Heck used yeah, to my have a double. Used to have one. You know, it was yeah. like two at a time. Yep. And it was like a almost like a waffle iron. It was yeah. black and you know had the big handle on it. We had one at Dirty Santa at Christmas, and everybody fought over yeah. that. That was a gift. <laughs> Who did love hot pockets? It was like a hot pocket sandwich. It got stolen from me. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob you stole it. Had it. Almost. I bet he uses it all the time. <laughs> I mean, you don't need anything. You can go get you a pack of ham, some craft singles, and a loaf of bread, and you've got hot pockets for days. Um, July fourth is next weekend. It is. I've got. So what was that? We went we went to Car- saw St. Louis and saw the Cardinals on the way back. They've got this magical place called Boomland. <laughs> magical. It is dirty and, it and is nasty. A, not the fireworks department. <laughs> they have got a separate building that's as big as a super Walmart that is nothing but fireworks. And I'm not talking like firecrackers and sparklers and pops. I mean, they have those things. I'm talking about these $150, $200 bohemus. That's like the professional shoot. And I bought. I was like, Michael, we're kidding. You, I said, Mama, you stay in the car. What'd you say? Don't spend too much. Don't get too much. I said, No, we're not. We're just gonna get five or six things. We came. Back. I got five or six things, but it took two buggies to get them out. And that's that's more. I'm excited about cook. I'm not excited about cooking. Anything else? Me and Michael are fit to blow some stuff. Up. <laughs> hide your kids. Hide your wives. Hide your dogs. You it's said- gonna be on. You said you're going to put them on the dock. I don't even know if it's legal. It's probably not even legal. To it is. Is it in DeSoto County? Can you shoot them? 
They shoot them out there at the ball fields. I think so. Everybody else does it, so I'm getting joining in. Last year, we just kind of rode around the neighborhood and watched on the golf cart. This year, I don't know how long it's going to take to do these six things. Probably It's probably going to be like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to take long. <laughs> you could blow up $1,000 real quick. <laughs> Worst case scenario, you could do it in Senatobia because I know yeah, counties. I don't want to burn my woods down, down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're going to shoot them over the lake. That's what I'm thinking. It would take a long time for the fire department to. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, you ain't getting it put out down there. Yeah. You're just going to cross a forest fire and everything. Yeah. Here, like I feel like if we shoot them off the dock on the lake, we'll chances okay. are, and everybody else is doing it too, nothing's gonna happen. And I, and I don't even know. I don't even know why I said this. I'm not shooting anything. I'm probably <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wasn't me. <laughs> that was just. I made all this up. This is fictitious. This is fictitious. Um, we are gonna have a little July Fourth lunch up here at the office one day next week. What are we doing? Hot dogs? I got a can of nacho cheese. <laughs> You've got to have apple pie and you got to have hot dogs for 4th of July. I was right? going to do hot dogs and burgers. Can we have watermelon? Yes. I mean, that's what I think. When I think of 4th of yeah. July, man, it's always cold watermelon, corn on the cob, because it's, it's, t- it's when it comes in. Yeah. You know, the watermelon hasn't got right yet. The corn hasn't got right yet, but it's time. Like, this is the week. Fresh tomatoes. Yeah. It is time for the sun ripened, homegrown tomatoes to hit. BLTs. Oh. You just spoke my lane. That's what I'm having for lunch every day this week. It's BLT week. That's that's as good as Shark Week. <laughs> BLT week. Do y'all don't have BLT week at your house, Tyler? When the tomatoes come in? No. Oh, man. You never live till the tomatoes come in. You get tired of BLTs after a week. After a week? Yeah, yeah. after a week. Well, I mean, you, got, you know, you get two flats of tomatoes, and that's, you know, what was that, two dozen tomatoes. And don't get me wrong. I love a BLT. Two big Three pounder packs of rice bacon and some Texas toast. You make them. You make them really. You make some great BLT. I know that one you made me it's last time. year when it was time was really really good. Yeah, yeah. we did them here at the office, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we made. A we did a, yeah, we did a TikTok out of it. I'd pick those up from the dude up here at AgriPro Fruit Stand. Y'all had peaches recently. Um, peaches are right. Are I they? bought some. So I bought some from Sam's because I didn't know if they were in yet. I have. I, I did see someone say. The Hernando's Farmer's Market's got some really good peaches right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. We might need to go there tomorrow morning. Yeah, I am. If you're in Hernando on Saturday morning, go to the Farmer's Market. Man, they've got some good stuff. They'll have the tomatoes. They'll have the watermelons, the cantaloupes, the peaches. All that's in. Squash, yeah, squash is definitely in. We're going produce shopping in the morning. Yeah. And getting ready for the Rebels to play tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I got a plan. We're going to cook hot dogs and burgers up here. Bust out the nacho cheese machine. Get a watermelon. Yep. How are we going to put gonna... it in a cooler with ice yeah, and water? Yeah, we're going to get it cooled. Probably have to get two or three of those. Yeah. Depends on what size watermelon we find. Yeah. I wish we could get one of those great big yeah, yeah. fair winning ones. But you don't... <laughs> fair winning blue ribbons. <laughs> yeah. Blue ribbon watermelon. <laughs> Nowadays, you only get the, you only find they grow the on truckload watermelons, what I call them. Yeah. As many as they can get in a box to put in a truck. You don't see that. I remember as a kid, like, we didn't have bins of watermelon. You went to grocery stores, and they would be on the ground, like, yeah. in front of the produce stands. And I would always see them as I'd be up under the buggy, you know, yeah, right? Yeah. My mom. And they, but it was big, long watermelons, the striped ones. And that's mm-hmm. what – but I hadn't seen any of those in years. I hadn't seen like, any All of them have went while. to these seedless round ones. Yeah. There's as many as they can put in the box that they set out there now. They don't just set them on the floor and put a tag on them. 
And they'd all be different prices back then, depending on the size of the water bill. It's like, this one might be a $4 one, and this one's a $6 one, you know? It's kind of like, like one of those conspiracies, too, though, because, like, pumpkins, I feel like, are the same way. Like, when I was, even when I was little, there was, like, huge pumpkins, and I don't mm-hmm. really see those anymore. Just nope, like there's the truckload pumpkins, too, yeah. Medium They one. all look exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. Government pumpkins. <laughs> I like a I want a homegrown somebody that's trying to win a blue ribbon. Yeah, I like them funky looking pump- yeah. pumpkins. They're the cow best. pumpkins are the ones that are like orange and yeah. kind of. I mean, not not like bright Halloween orange. They're like a light puke orange. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah. about? White bumps all on them. And yeah, mm-hmm. those yeah. make the best uh, Halloween decorations. I like the regular standard jack o' lantern though. Okay, so how out of all the girls we have here at the shop? What? It's a vent grill day. That's what I was thinking. Vent big grill. event grill. That's what that's what you're supposed to use on Fourth of July. Is it a gas grill or is it charcoal? Yeah, no, it's got two gas bottles on oh, okay. it. Okay. Yep, we got we got uh enough grill grates to go across it. Okay. It's ready to go. You having burgers and dogs or just dogs? Burgers and dogs. Okay. It's just gonna be an event day. Yeah. Tin up, vent grill out, cold watermelon. Homemade ice cream? (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking of all the things I remember as a kid on 4th of July. Did y'all do homemade ice cream on 4th of July? Yes, we did. I don't think so. I don't think I've ever made homemade ice cream. That's a thing in the South. Oh, really? Mm -mm. Oh, we're going to have to do homemade ice cream. You've never had homemade ice cream? I'm trying to help you out. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Appreciate that. (laughs) Never mind. No, um, cooler homemade... corn. Have you ever done okay, cooler how, corn? T- uh, give your recipe for cooler corn. Well, you pretty much just put your corn in the cooler and pour in boiling water Shucked. and shut the lid. Shut. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You shuck it, put it in the cooler, dump in, like, get your crawfish pot out, boiling water, dump it in there, and just let it hang out and steam. It'll cook it. It, it don't take it long. I mean, you're talking 15, 20 minutes. Do you add any of the like salt, sugar, vinegar? No, no, you don't have to do all that. Because no. No. when you boil them on the stove, I boil them on the stove. I do. Yeah. We could just boil them with a crawfish pot, though, and do that. Add the vinegar, the salt, and the sugar. You're making this way more complicated. I'm good at that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, how many ears of corn are we talking? We just need a dozen. If we, but if we need a bushel, <laughs> I'm ready to go into production. <laughs> I'm saying we could just grill a dozen. Then we got the vent grill out. All right, grill, that sounds good. good too. That's good. Less clean. Buy it already shucked. If you can't find sweet corns in, I just saw somebody post that on Facebook too. I'm staying up on my produce coming in. Sorry. <laughs> um, it's been a year, man. I've been waiting. This is this is my favorite produce time. Uh, you also do a corn recipe where you throw it on the grill and cook it in the in the husk. husk. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good way to do it because it keeps it moist but still gets that grill flavor. I think so too. I yeah. love it. And then and it comes then, when you when he gets ready to come out. You just cut the end off and squeeze it from the top, and it shoots out, and all the silk and everything stays on the end, and it's ready to go. Butter to me, it up. it's easier to shuck after yeah. it's been cooked like that. It just pops right on out. Now, I have had it and done it where you shuck it, and you wrap the whole ear in bacon, and you do it on like a flat top. Yeah. And you kind of turn it and let the bacon cook, and as it cooks, you get this good bacony flavor in the corn. You're not yeah. crazy about it? No. You, you don't like bacon bi- and corn? You take a bite of it and your bacon's flopping, oh. hitting you in the face. and Yeah. You don't like that? <laughs> <I just want. laughs> you don't like floppy bacon in the face? I just want. 
the it's core. And PG show, show. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, the vent grill, we're going to do hot dogs and burgers. I'm getting my $450 out of this event grill just on this. <laughs> We've already used it twice, but this, this is going to seal the deal. What did we buy it for originally? Was it Wienerfest? Yeah. You know, Wienerfest was this weekend last year. It was because yeah. Yeah. I was sharing the trophy last year. Man, we were supposed to do Sausage Fest this year. I kind of had we kind of had our own Sausage Fest in Omaha. <laughs> Tried all the different ones. <laughs> so I have some questions from the um, community. I thought we'd go over real quick. All right. Um. First off, Mitch was talking about a pulled pork bar. What's your what are your thoughts on I the love it. pork idea and what ideas do you have? Well, I'm coming with it's mainly so you're gonna have you're gonna have a couple different slaws, creamy slaw and like a vinegary slaw. Oh, a grinder slaw yeah, would be really good. Something like that. Yeah, but I was because it's creamy. I'm thinking non creamy. I'm just thinking like vinegar oh, apple yeah. slaw where it's kind of tart and got all those elements to go with it. So you have a you have those. But then also with, with your buns. Yeah, 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 yeah. But also pickled red onion. Different kinds of pickles. Pickles go great. Anything pickled goes great on pulled pork. So you got, and so you have. But this is your sandwich stuff, right? Yeah. This is for pulled pork sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you're thinking? Are you thinking something totally different? You can also do tacos. Oh. Set you up some nachos. Oh, yeah. You could go different ways. I was thinking, like, if I'm going to serve it barbecue style, what all would go on a pulled pork bar? Well, it's kind of like Memphis and May. We set out pulled pork. And we had the stuff you can make little sliders with it, but you also could do the nachos tacos. or tacos. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't think about that. You could go a bunch of different ways. Yeah, with you it. could baked potatoes. Yeah, you could do potatoes with pulled pork. Tater tots, but uh, yeah, I know fries gonna, are good. Like they're not loaded stay fries. Fresh. Well, yeah, if you got on a bar, that's yeah. right. That's right. They're gonna get soggy and cold and. I like your idea of the tacos and making the sandwich, make, be able to make sliders. And sliders more so than a whole sandwich. I because agree. Because if you're out somewhere and you're and you're serving this for like a 4th of July party or a birthday party, whatever kind of event, having like King's Hawaiian or a little slider roll, something like that, goes so much better because you might make you, like if you're hungry, make you three of them. But if you just want to try it, sample it, move on, make you one. Or if you want to try a taco or a nacho, mm-hmm. You can do different things, and that way you have, you know, the the way the way I would do it is like the meat's kind of central. That's yes, where you're gonna have exactly. a couple couple steamer pans going, meat and tongs, and then going depending on which direction you're going, is how you would set your toppings. You can go up. Mexican this One way. way, yeah, yeah, no, for, for real. Traditional this way, yeah. You could even set it up with pasta and meat sauce too. You like could. If you wanted to make barbecue spaghetti. Ooh, that would be a good one. You I have didn't a, think about yeah, that. Yeah, you have your noodles there or any kind of pasta you want to do. And then you have your sauce, and then you add your pulled pork to the top of it, or vice versa, noodles, meat, and sauce yeah. on top. You could already have your noodles and sauce mixed up in a Yeah, and that right, and then top and it with pulled pork, pork, and then more sauce. That would really, be a way to go, because you've got some options with pulled pork. It goes with anything. You, yeah, it does. I mean, I'd put it on a hot dog. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> I can't. Hot dog, pulled pork on it. <laughs> you did barbecue nacho dogs. Yes. If you had, man. That's one you need to share next week, Tyler, coming for 4th of July. That was a, you did it just for Royal Oak. I don't know yeah. if you ever shared it. That's yeah. a good one. Nacho dog. So um, Anna asked, what's your opinion on a Weber Smoky Mountain grill? One they're, of the, one of the classic to... smokers you could possibly buy. It's like the Weber kettle. 
You can learn to run a Weber kettle. You can cook on anything. You can learn to run a Weber Smoky Mountain. You can smoke on anything. It's a. It's pretty much. It takes a drum style where you've got fire down below, and you've got your food up top, and it adds a water pan element. And so the Smoky Mountain can be. It can be ran dry. You know, you could use it without the pan. You could add sand be- in the pan. As a heat sink, I've seen people do that. If you take the pan, water pan <clears throat> out and don't have any water, it's more of a it's gonna grill. Be, it's going to run it's hotter. Gonna run, yeah, a whole lot hotter. It ain't going to yeah. take as much fire at all. It's going to run like a drum. You know, yeah. you got to keep it. You'll fight to keep it choked down. So the water helps regulate. It's got you know the water above the fire, and so what it does, it it holds that heat down to anything above it because it's going to start boiling when it gets to two twelve, and that's as hot as it's going to let it get. So it does add some moisture to your cook. But it's a heat sink, so it's absorbing all that hot flame, and so it helps you stay in that smoke range. Helps you regulate. Like if you want to cook yeah. two twenty five on one, two fifty on one, that's that's how they like to cook. Now you do have to learn how to manage your fire in those. Um, they work really great with like a, a pit controller unit, like a barbecue guru or a fireboard or something like that, because you can put that fan on there and cut the grill off, and it kind of controls how much air is getting into it. And, you know, makes adjustments by how the heat's doing on the thermometer. You hook a little probe up to it. And that works really great. Uh, but I think they're fantastic grills to learn on. And it's an inexpensive way to get into the smoker. Yeah. Because usually you can find one for, they used to be about three seventy five. Yeah, imagine they're so. I imagine they're four fifty five hundred dollars now. But they make different sizes too. You can get the eighteen inch, you can get the twenty two and a half inch. I'm showing their Running about four nineteen, four fifty. That's what I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's what I guess. So that's about right. It's a great smoker. Now, do I like it as much as I like a drum? I'm a little more partial to a drum. So you could probably. What's your cooking grade on it? Is it same, same size? Same, same size. Yeah, if you get the twenty two inch, it's the same as a drum. They yeah. do have an eighteen inch, which would be like a smaller, smaller drum. But nothing that's, wrong with them. They're good smokers. That's one grill you do not have. Yeah, I've never had one. I mean, I've cooked on similar stuff, and I've had knockoffs. I've just, by the time everybody was cooking on those, I'd already moved on to drums and other smokers, you know? Yeah. That's a good Christmas gift, I do. <laughs> <laughs> if you could give me one, like R2-D2. That's the only way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, I thought this was a really interesting question, and I wanted to see what you, your thoughts were on this. So Kyle said he's been – um grilling for a long time but he's just getting into smoke slow smoking and he's having issues with his cook times taking longer than they should he's cooking on a traeger ironwood 650 and no matter what he does he does not get similar cook times as you do on your traeger recipes yeah so for instance he smoked a six almost seven pound pork butt followed the video where it took you 14 hours to do a 10 pounder and he's saying that he was um cooking at 225 for eight and a half hours and it only got to 190 was it i mean some of them some of them aren't gonna go like i have had that in pork butts it won't go if you're unwrapped like i was in that one it sometimes i just don't want to get over that high so it depends on the meat too but i mean he's you saying it's throw, happening on a regular basis you gotta throw time. time out the window I mean, what happens to me? I don't know what humidity he's cooking at, what altitude he's cooking at. I mean, he, he but, says, yeah. but, but but I mean, you know, so but time is not the factor. Give yourself plenty of time. You can always hold stuff, but I mean, it's it's all relative to. It's a good example to know it's going to take about this long. But what's I mean, if you're cooking a butt and what's eight hours and fourteen hours? Yeah, that's I mean, that's a 
pretty big window, but you could have held it that long too. It's going to be done somewhere in that range. Um, this, I know this, like he's cooking on a smaller one. So even though he's got it set at 225, I bet his great temp is hotter than what mine is because mine's a little bit bigger. I got more cook space time. Or it could so, be less hot. Or it could be less hot, yeah. It sounds like his, like, I mean, it sounds, it sounds, it sounds like, like his is cooking good. hotter is what it sounds like to me. But he's not getting it done in time. But like he didn't go he didn't go fourteen hours. It didn't sound like his, he's he's had she, a two pound two pound smaller butt. Yeah, and it got done. And he was cooking at twenty five <clears throat> at two twenty five. Yeah, which you cooked at two hundred. So he's cooking at a hotter temp, smaller butt, hotter temp, still taking. I mean, if longer. we want to speed it up, kick it up two fifty. That's what I would done there. <laughs> like if I need to get it done faster, I'm gonna increase temperature. He's saying his cook times are taking him longer than. What they should. Yeah. I mean, I don't think so. How, how big was that butt? He's just using that for an instance. He's saying yeah. on a regular basis this is happening. Yeah. I mean, the cook time is relative. I mean, <laughs> that's the best thing I can tell you on that. If it's taking longer, you got to get your temp up more. Okay. You, you see what I'm saying? You might not be cooking as hot. Yeah, as hot as you're thinking. Yeah. Even though that's what it says on the dial, I mean, it's just it's the way it goes. I mean, there's a lot of factors that change the time. And that's one of the hardest things to explain to people is don't worry about time. You've got to cook to internal temperature no matter what it is and how long ever it takes. Two pieces of meat aren't going to cook the same. Exact. When I do butts, they don't always. Some of them get done 10 hours. Some of them get done in 14 hours. Yeah. It just depends on how the cook goes and how that piece of meat wants to let go. And, you know, what happens during that cook? You know, the, are you going through temperature changes? Are you cooking at night and then it's heating up during the day? Or are you starting out when it's hot outside and it's cooling off at night? There's a whole lot of things that go into that part of it. And, and the te- the temperature, the time is always relative. I mean, it just, you know, depends. You can't you can't get caught up, oh, oh, if I cook at 225, this should be done in six hours. You can't do or eight hours. You can't do that. You've got to give yourself way plenty of time. And that's what I do. Like, if I know I'm going to serve barbecue at night and I cook the night before, I'll hold it all day. Yeah. I don't care. I mean, it's going to stay hot in the cooler. I've, I've done that and showed it on video before. I mean, you'll get eight, ten hours sometimes. Out uh, of, you know. I wouldn't recommend going eight to ten. But eight, eight's a fact. I mean, yeah. I've got eight all day long, especially in a smaller cooler. Yeah. And it's, you know, hot outside. It's going to hold big time. Six, no problem. Yeah, six all day long. Yeah. But I think the, the, the thing is people, people will think they're going to get up in the morning Put some meat on. They're going to serve it that afternoon. They're th- they're going to get this thing done in six or eight hours. And it ain't. It's not the case. Not always. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so, if you had to do that, you could wrap halfway and then crank the temp up and get it done. You know, that would work. That's what I would do. If so I, if you were pressed for time, yeah, you can. If I knew I was within four or five hours it. out, I'm firing it up. You know, crank it, raise that temp up three twenty five. Have it wrapped up with a probe in it. I'm going to get it there quick. So, you, but you can't you can't just get caught up. Go by on your time. temps, not time. Yeah. Give yourself plenty of time. Go by. Always time. cook by temp, not time. And one thing I would recommend going and getting a cheap oven thermometer and putting it on your or a actual clip, or a clip or a clip that you can cook, put an air probe in, and that's that's better than one of those, really. And just see what your actual mm. great level temp is running. That's right. One more. Hey, I'm going through these all day. <laughs> Can you do beef country style ribs the same way as you do pork country style ribs? So I had to Google what beef country style ribs was. 
I'm guessing it's like chuck roast cut into almost like short ribs. It's um, also known as boneless chuck roast. Yeah. Meaty boneless ribs that work best in a slow cooker or slow cook. It would definitely work the same. Yeah. It's going to be like cooking uh, short ribs. I would get some smoke on them, wrap them up, or braise them down, get them to where they're falling apart, and they're delicious. Put a little sauce on the <clears> end. You it, can. I, no, I don't I don't, I don't sauce beef. Yeah. Uh, what if you did them Asian flavored? <clears throat> you could. That would be good. That'd be real good. But I'm thinking more beef broth, red wine, uh, a little Worcestershire, a little balsamic in there and let it cook down. You could add a little tomato paste to get it thickened up a little bit. Almost short rib. I mean, it's short rib style. That's uh, It's really, really, really good. So you can kind of cook them the same way? Yeah. yeah I mean, you- so country style ribs, I did them in barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. So... I probably wouldn't do that with beef just because I don't put barbecue sauce yeah, on beef. Sweet, yeah. It's more like it's, it's more like cooking brisket if you want to think of it as a way to cook it. Or if you go look at one of our short rib recipes, we cook the dino bones. That's the same way. You're cooking a bone. Think of it like that. A boneless dino bone. That's a good tip. Yeah. So you could follow that recipe yeah. over. You need salt, pepper, garlic, whatever kind of rub you want on them. Put them on, get some color on them. Now, if they're boneless, they're probably going to color up pretty fast, about two hours. And I would wrap them up, and I'd probably, instead of wrapping them up individually, I'd wrap them up together, put some liquid in there, or put them in a pan, just like we do uh, the pork steaks or the or the country-style ribs. Put them in a pan, add your beef broth, a little bit of red wine, a little bit of Worcestershire, a little bit of balsamic. You could throw whatever you wanted in there. If you want to put some herbs in there, if you want to put garlic in there, if you want to put onion in there, whatever you want to put Cover it up with foil and put it in there and braise them down. Now, they're going to need to go till they're about 210, 212 internal. You want them all, I mean, you want them almost falling apart. So you pick them up with a fork, they're going to, that's how you want them. Yeah. You, you ever had short ribs served at a restaurant? That's how they are. Now, the beef rib, the dino bone, is that tender, but it's got that cartilage membrane on it and the bone holding, holding it that, together. Yeah. When you pull it off that bone, it's falling apart. So that's, that's kind of how you want them. And if you like them a little, Firmer or tougher, I would say. You could take them off at 200, but trust me, take them up to 210, 212. When I eat a dino bone, I want to be able to, like, pull that bone. Yeah, <laughs> that's, you should be able to. Yeah. You should pull it off, and you should just be able to pick it up, and it almost flakes. Yes. But it's got all that good juice and melted fat in it. And those, uh, the boneless beef ribs, they're, they're really, really good. You got me wanting one now. <laughs> I tell you, the best dino bone I ever had was at Little Miss Barbecue in Arizona. Yeah, those were dang good. <laughs> dang good. They're in Blacks. That's probably yeah. my two favorite places to get them. Well, Mount, that's all I have for you today. Hey, that's all I got, too. <laughs> <laughs> we, hey, we didn't, uh, before we go, we didn't start off with mentioning about we didn't. our Palmer Home deal. Yeah. That's going on. So tell everybody about that. We are raising money for the Palmer Home. We're trying to feed two families this year. Um, Palmer Home is an organization that helps children that are in bad situations, keeps them out of foster care, helps them transition to a normal adulthood. Um, And it takes a lot of money, you know, to feed these families and take care of them. So we're trying to help them out. Um, So for the top five fundraisers, we are doing a pig picking event. Um, if you are one of the top five, five fundraisers, you and a guest get to come to the How to Barbecue Right headquarters. We'll do a pig picking, all kinds of stuff. All the sides that go with it. All the sides, doing all the sides. <laughs> We'll have a lot of fun stuff going. Um, 
but the beverages and the pig, and you do the sides. The inch, uh, it goes until Labor Day, so we have from now until Labor Day to raise this money. And um, good luck to everybody. So, how do you, if you want to write, donate or raise money, you go to where? Um, how to BBQ right forward slash Palmer P A L M E R, and all the details will be there. There's all the details tracker. about the event. All the details about how to um, raise the money. Um, we've raised two thousand two hundred fifty one dollars awesome. so far. Good, so good, good. We're trying to raise forty. So got a ways to go. <laughs> yeah, we got a ways to go. <laughs> um, so if y'all are interested in that, go to how to bbq right dot com forward slash Palmer P A L M E R. And don't forget to sign up for that Townsend State uh, Contest Spice and Supply State Contest that we're helping sponsor. It's going to be in Melbourne, Arkansas, August the thirteenth. Cooking SCA steaks, trout, and there's a kids contest. And we were told that any kid wants to enter, all they got to do is sign up. There's going to be paid for and taken care of. And there's pretty good prizes for this one. What is the top payout? <clears throat> it's like fifteen hundred bucks or something like that. Oh no, first place is twenty five hundred. What for a steak? <laughs> <laughs> Second place is a thousand. That's awesome. It, it really you don't see, is. You don't see SCAs like that anymore. Third place, seven fifty. Fourth is even the trout. Even the trout's paying out good, ain't it? Yeah, a lot of times ancillaries don't pay out. Heck, the trout pays out five hundred dollars for first place. And you don't even have to catch the trout. And you ain't it. buying trout bait. You ain't. <laughs> and the giving kid, you trout. The kids cook pays two three fifty for first place, two hundred for second, and a hundred for third. What's the uh, age limit on that? <laughs> <laughs> Are you checking birth certificates? <laughs> I got some ringers now. That <laughs> <laughs> I know some ringers. But That's really good. Most, <laughs> and the thing is that you don't even have to enter for the kids. Somebody's yeah. already sponsored that. Yeah, so. that's good. So y'all come out. That's a good – you got a good chance to win some money. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff in Melbourne that weekend. If you've never been to that part of Arkansas, it's a beautiful part of the country. Um, and, you know, you can't beat the folks at Townsend Spice and Supply. Yeah. Y'all hadn't met Shane and Lawson – their whole crew, they're some good folks. Um, if you're interested in that, go to statecookoffs.com, and you'll find how to get signed up for that. That's right. Tyler, you got anything before we get out of here today, man? Nah, just if you guys make sure you join the face our Facebook community, Let's Get to Cooking. Uh, there's lots of like-minded pitmasters, backyard barbecuers, everybody there uh, to answer questions, and not to mention share really, really awesome, amazing-looking recipes um, and just hang out with some like-minded, cool folks. Hey, that sounds fantastic. Y'all check out that community. Um, we're going to be doing some more cool contests on there, too. Mm -hmm. The snake yeah. one was a lot of fun. But um, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us today. Uh, we'll be back next week to kind of do a little 4th of July podcast. That one may be short and sweet. I got a lot to do next week. I'm going deep sea fishing. But, and I'm going to blow some stuff up. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, we will be back next week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Y'all tune in to... The College World Series this weekend. We got the Ole Miss Rebels going to take on Oklahoma University of Oklahoma Sooners and Hotty Toddy Go Rebs. We'll see y'all next time. We gone. <laughs>